Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the latest Meet the Manager video and podcast of the 2022-23 season with Fantasy Football Scout. My name is Joe and in this series we interview an FPL manager with an interesting story to tell or has an exceptional record in the game. This time we got both. Um, this time around we're speaking to professional footballer Jordi uh, van der Laan. Now have I, have I pronounced that correctly and Jordi yeah. how are you? Yeah that's very well. Very oh, that's, well. that's good, that's good. The, yeah, yeah. My, my, time, my time spent occasionally... Um, with Dutch people has paid off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we, we usually say, well, if you get to, to England, you, they, they say like Jordi, but it's, yeah, we, we just pronounced it Jordi. Without oh, Jordi. The, oh, yeah. so I did get it yeah. wrong. So you were yeah. kind but of... It's, but I'm, I'm used to both. So I've been in Australia. So yeah. Okay. No, I should, I should be a native and uh, Jordi. <laughs> so um, yeah. How are you? You are um, a professional football but you were a professional footballer you're now yeah i were yeah you're now yeah. Uh, an amateur footballer um and various various things have happened particularly with injuries as well um as yeah, you can tell that injuries. so so tell us a bit about your your football career where where you started where you've been and where you are now um yeah well a long time ago very long time ago i uh, i wasn't the uh, the academy of pc eindhoven mm-hmm. uh, but that's a very long time ago um so when i went to senior football i was just playing amateur league which I'm doing now as well. Um, but in between, when I was 24, 20, yeah, 24, mm-hmm. um, I scored a couple of goals uh, at a good amateur level. And yeah. then I went to uh, play professionally in Holland. Okay. Um, that was four years ago. Um, and But since then, uh, I got injured. Um, and it... Yeah, I've got a. I've had a, a a lot of injuries since then. Before I was never injured, so it's uh, been a bit yeah. shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, now and now I'm uh, I'm back to playing in uh, in amateur leagues. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, during during the time as well over over the last year or so, you've <clears throat> you've been in the Australian second tier. Uh, yes. With Bentley Green. Bentley Green. Sorry. Um, Bentley Greens. Yes. Once again, so injury. Sort of curtailed that as well, and um, uh, you've also we'll come to you've also played for Telstar, and we'll come to that in a second in in the Dutch uh, leagues. And, yeah, um, I know what's going to happen now. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, uh, but oh, and, and you're currently playing in the the fourth tier of the Dutch yes. Uh, yes. league system, and you're uh, which is a sort of amateur amateur level. Yeah. Um, there. Um, um, so yeah, I want to go to Telstar. So um, from from Wikipedia. <laughs> Which is the font of all knowledge. So yeah. it said that you uh, you made your uh, debut for Telstar in Dutch leagues uh, in uh, 2018, um, 
But in May 2019, your contract was terminated after you falsely reported uh, a sick to training so that you could attend the semi-final match of the Champions League with Spurs and Ajax. And, and you were it was you were there with Fancy Football Scout's very own Will uh, Timbers. And yes. you um, were spotted. You were photographed there. Um, so, yeah, well, I mean, I've sort of explained the basics of what happened. But, yeah, what, what happened there? Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much the basics. What happened? Um, I've known Will since uh, back then. I think mm-hmm. a year back then. I knew he was a Spurs fan. Uh, I'm a big Ajax fan myself. Yeah. Um, but I played for Telstar, and Ajax was obviously uh, were obviously that season uh, very good in the in the Champions League. They reached mm-hmm. the semi-finals. Um, and my own season wasn't going very well. It was the season I got injured for mm-hmm. while. I've had more injuries, but like my really minor and. Uh, the season at Telsa, I was injured for a long period mm-hmm. for the first time in my life, um, from October till until February, the end of February, if I remember correctly. Um, and then I got back, but we won a couple of games, uh, so it was tough for me to get back in the side. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have the best relationship with the, with the head coach. Okay. Um, so at the end of the season, yeah, Ajax was uh, was in the Champions League semi final, and um, Will uh, Will messaged me that he had a had a ticket for the for the semi final in London, um, and I thought by myself, well, yeah, I have to train. We have uh, we have a game in, uh, on Friday. Not not that I missed the game, but yeah, I had to skip training. Um, and I thought, well, if we play for something with Telstar, so if we can still reach anything, then I won't go, even though I knew I wasn't going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was one league game left. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'll, I'll go. I'll go to something. What prior to that, there were uh, two league games left, okay. um, and I was on the bench. And I was on the bench for the full game, and we could still win uh, win a period. I'm yeah. not sure if you say it like that in, yeah. in, in England. Um, so we could still win the last period, and uh, we were one-one against uh, Volendam. Um, and I was on the bench for the full game, mm-hmm. which I didn't expect because I came on as a sub the week before and I did very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we drew 1-1 uh, and then we didn't have something to play for anymore. Okay. Um, and I still, on the back of my mind, I knew that Will had a ticket for me. So we had one league game left. And um, yeah, I was like, yeah, what do I do? Um, chances of me starting are basically zero. Um, we don't play for anything anymore. Um, I can possibly come on as a sub, but yeah. like ten minutes max was yeah. So, yeah. so you um, made an executive so, decision. So yeah, I made a decision to uh, to go to Spurs. That was the decision to make first. But then you think by yourself, yeah, how am I going to do that? Because yeah, you you have to train, obviously. Um, so I thought, yeah, like I said, I didn't have the best relationship with the coach, so I knew if I was going to ask him, uh, that he would have said. Um, that's not going to happen. Uh, so I was like, yeah, Champions League semi-final, London. What do I do? So I called in sick. Um, that's, yeah, basically what happened. Um, and then um, uh, I traveled to London on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, I called in sick on Sunday night. Uh, I traveled to London on Monday. Um, and the game was on Tuesday. So, yeah, I was kind of nervous still, even when I was in London. Like, yeah, you called in sick, but you still have to um, 
call in again mm -hmm. for Tuesday and even Wednesday. And then on the uh, Tuesday night, Tuesday night the game was on uh, on television, of course, all around the world. Yeah. And I was uh, I sat front row with Will, and uh, yeah, I got spotted like four, three, four times at least. Well, we by, were. By the, it was on also the, on the big screen. Yeah, on the big screen. Oh, no. and, um, <laughs> it was also because um, Will was doing the there was a there was a foul uh, yeah. on, the, on the pitch, of course. Uh, Sorry, uh, and um, Will was doing the the far uh, sign yeah. on the uh, on the on the on the, on the seat, yeah. and uh, that's why that's the replay they showed first, I think. So and I was next to Will, and they showed Will, but yeah, I was standing next to so alongside see, him. So did you see yourself on the big screen at the time as well? No, you mean in the stadium? Yeah. No, no, no. Because oh, that would have been but... that would have been that, that heart sink moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of just but that was away and that then, was whoop. that was first half. Yeah. And the funny thing is, uh, even before the game, Will asked me, um, when I was still in the, in the Netherlands, he asked me, do you want to sit front row with me? Or do you want to sit uh, upper tier somewhere else? Because um, I think he had a friend or his brother yeah. uh, who also had a ticket. And he said, well, if you sit front row, the chances of you being spotted are yeah. obviously bigger than when you sit yeah. the upper tier. And I was like, they are like, more than 60,000 people in saying, what are the chances that I get spotted? <laughs> so I said, let's sit front row. I mean, Champions League semi-final. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's what happened first half. And then at halftime, um, <laughs> my my phone just kept on ringing and oh, no. the messages kept on coming in. And I was like, I said to Will, I think we've been spotted because this is crazy. So I checked my phone and I had like, yeah, more than 300 messages from different people all around the world, from Mexico, Denmark, uh, really all around the world went crazy. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's yeah. the moment I uh, I got yeah. a, a text. So how, how was the second half for you? Because you must have known that you were be in trouble with your employees. Did you just think, I'll oh, just what, what, enjoy this anyway? Yeah, well, I, I enjoyed it anyway because I <laughs> were in front, so... Um, I actually even won that game. Uh, don't ask me about the return game, but um, yeah, it, it, it was it was it was funny. Even then, I mean, the 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 group app from the from the from Telstar with the group of players only, they were just yeah laughing, and <laughs> everyone just went like, "What the fuck happened?" So uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was really crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's um, that's quite a story, really. Um, yeah, but. Um, but I mean, we spoke a bit before we came on. You, you laughed about it at the time. You're laughing about it now as well. And I, I guess, I mean, that is something, that is an anecdote that very few footballers can give. And it's quite, yeah. it is quite funny. Um, yeah, it is quite funny. I can see the funny side of it even even then. I mean, yeah, um, it's not necessarily the way you want to be in the, in the yeah. news because, yeah, I went viral uh, all around the world. I went on Dutch television. Um, <laughs> and I explained my story um, in one um, program. Uh, there were lots of different people mm. from different programs uh, yeah. wanted to uh, have me on the table or wherever. But I said, no, I'm going to do it once. And uh, I don't want to like right. um, walk around and say, hey, I'm that guy. You know? that so, guy. Um, yeah. Well, well, luckily but, yeah. here you're, you're, you're partly that guy, but you're also that guy um, because this is a fantasy football show. And um, yeah. you're here because you have... Uh, very, very rarely we we have this. We have had it had it once um, uh, last season, where we get a a former or current professional footballer uh, who is actually uh, good at fantasy football as well. And I always find that interesting because you have an insight to what's happening on the pitch. You have an insight into 
more of the strategy and tactics yeah. and how managers and players' minds work as well. So, you know, what it means for a striker actually not to score for a while or etc. Um, so um, let's have a look at your um, your FPL career. And um, and, and, and I, I guess one of the key questions I'll ask, I'll, I'll just I'll just read it out just for the benefit of those listening to the podcast. Um, this shows that you've got three uh, finishes in within the top 10,000 and that includes last season. Um, so that, that's very good considering there was 9 million or so playing last season. Um, so it's, uh, 9,000 ranked seven, seven K and best of all, 2016, uh, 55. <laughs> so top hundred, um, which is quite good. And lo- lots of other good, lots of others within the top hundred K as well. Top 50 K scores. So, um, you've got a very strong track record there in the game since you've been playing since 2011. Um, the immediate question is. Being a footballer, can you think of any examples or how has being a professional footballer helped you as a fantasy manager as well? Uh, I used to think, like, I got a question before, like a couple of years ago. Mm. Uh, And back then I thought, yeah, well, you think it it helps you really well Mm. uh, or or it helps you uh, big time. But I think nowadays there's such a, Evolvement of the game of fantasy itself, mm. and even like in football, like you got uh, data analytics everywhere. Yeah. Um, I mean, every single movement, every single thing that happen happens on the pitch gets tracked, and you know. So I think um, back in the days, um, I did have a have a slight edge being a footballer. Um, All of that expected goals and and the you know. How often? Yeah, you, those kind of things. Those passes, yeah. you, you were already familiar with those stats, anyway. Uh, well, I well, wouldn't say I was familiar by... with it, like when I was a professional footballer, because we didn't, hmm. we didn't really, we didn't use that, or we yeah. didn't use those kind of things, okay. uh, and especially at my level. Um, I think that's something that's really came, yeah, and like really has arisen like the, the past two, three years. Okay. Um, but yeah, you when when I watched the games back then, say five four years ago, you mm-hmm. think you have an edge. You you yeah you uh, watch the game and you think uh, you 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 sort of analyze what can happen, yeah. uh, who's playing where. Uh, if if a player gets injured, do you can you think of a player who immediately replaces him mm-hmm. who has a yeah. uh, low price in FPL? You you yeah. you start to relate those kind of things. Um, but now, yeah, the game has evolved so much and uh, everything gets tracked down. Everything is on Twitter nowadays. Mm. So, uh, yeah, if you think you you, you, you think you got a, a player that's sort of a differential, what I call it, mm. um, he isn't that anymore in a mm. week. If So, yeah. yeah. So you've got, to, you've got to get quick with that edge there. Um, I was thinking back back to this 2016 season. What I mean, what happened there? Because you've had strong ranks before, but getting into the top, Hundred that 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 is takes something. That's something I've I've never I've got into the top thousand, but top hundred. That's that's another level. Yeah, yeah. I'm aware of the next step there. So how did that happen? I mean, it can't, I mean, I'm presuming it can't just be luck. Uh, well, if I look at back at it now, I definitely realize it's been I've been lucky back then. Mm. Uh, and when I, like it's been 2016, 17, or the season before, yeah. Um, so when I finished 55th, I was like. Oh, I've done like yeah. really well this yeah. year, and uh, I remember my last move was um, um, Liverpool won the, the final game of that season two 0 and I picked 
Uh, I bought Joao Matip, I think, oh. uh, hoping for a 15-pointer. Yeah. Uh, but in the end, he just got six in the, for a clean sheet, um, which was which yeah. was good as well. But you're hoping to break into the top 10 or whatever. I, I, I can't remember my uh, my odds of those, of that. But um, that's, uh, uh, sorry, to, yeah. that's another point. I, I sort of regret not um, having... The moves yeah. I made from that season mm-hmm. available anymore, so somewhere. So I have it on a on a form somewhere. I read, I wrote it down. Ah. But, so that's kind of my regret. But um, yeah, yeah. No, it's a I, long, I, long time I, ago. You know, the the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the season but at I, hand is is the key one, I guess. Yeah, but <laughs> I also remember uh, I broke the, I broke down my season then. I just took a look, take uh, take a look back, and. Um, there were players like Sanchez, um, Alexis Sanchez. Um, I think it was Hazard as well and Harry yeah. Kane. And I started to write down um, when I owned him yeah. uh, and when I didn't own him. And even in the season I finished 55th, I was like, oh, there's such a... I could have owned him for way more points. I could have reached yeah. way more. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's something that... The, how do you say that? Um, yeah, there, there was way more potential even okay. then. Um, look, I mean, because you're, have I got you're twenty eight now? Is that is that right? Yes, twenty eight. Twenty eight. So uh, my quick maths means you you're a teenager when you started playing. Yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. But you were you were going through the youth system of the of 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 the of you know professional football at that time. As well? No, that, that was uh, no, that was way before. That was until I was thirteen, I think, and then I went back to the to an amateur club. Okay. So I, yeah, sort of just the system of an still amateur with club. It, still playing football at, 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 a, at a at a good level then. Yeah. Um, so I'm just wondering about you know being a because you see, you sometimes see you know with professional teams at the moment in the Premier League, um, they have their own leagues as well. You know, in any of the clubs that you were in at, the, at around that time, those early days, you know, 2011 onwards, um, I mean, have at your clubs, did you have, have you got, did you have club leagues and was they, were they quite competitive as well in FPL or did they, did they not do it just because, because they were in the, in the Dutch league and weren't No, I, I've barely experienced someone in my team uh, that plays FPL. Um, I sort of got into the game because of a local pub, oh. um, and that's yeah, that's actually where I started as well, um, playing the game. And then you have uh, yeah, just uh, uh, um, conversations with the people from the pub, and not not yeah. My even now, my friends are like okay. you are so addictive, okay. uh, addicted to the game, and they yeah. don't they don't play themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had a lot of clubs myself, so you experience. Always, uh, there are some people that yeah. that play the game, but not as uh, not as fanatic as I do. So, so I mean, I, I think I, yeah, I mean, because that's what I was thinking about. Really, just how you know. So they're quite different. Your your FPL career, your fantasy football career, and your real life football career um, are, are quite quite separate, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, not. Yeah. Um, I just think now you're you're uh, what, what I mean. What's your position? You're midfielder. Um, I'm a striker. I'm a striker. A striker. Yeah. And uh, but are you moving back into? <laughs> no, you uh, you're you're a striker. So what? I mean, being a striker, are you paying particular attention to strikers? Um, and uh, or 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 do you you're looking at all the players? I'm thinking more mentality really because 
um, a striker is obviously it's all about scoring goals. And so you know what it's like to be a striker not scoring or being on the yeah. bench or being on the pitch yeah. and scoring lots. Um, you I've experienced everything, yeah, basically. So so how do you... So, for example, um, I mean, I, I, I mean, at the moment, strikers are doing very well. But last year, strikers weren't doing very well in... in you know, in the Premier League and and in fantasy Premier League. So, do you look at those and think? Are there any? I, I just wonder, like for example, this season, are there any sort of fellow strikers that you see who are perhaps either scoring well or not scoring well, and you think, yeah, it could be a change. You've, you've got, I don't know, you've got some kind of empathy with whatever they're going through at the moment. Um, well, it's also like, I mean, for FPL, you you don't really, um, well, you do actually pay attention to strikers let's call it form or, or, yeah. or their mentality, but it, for FPL, you're purely um, paying attention to two points. You yeah. want, you're, you want to maximize your points. Yeah. Um, and that's, you do that by having players that score goals, mm. um, but they don't necessarily have to perform well on the pitch. So, um, so let's say uh, the difference in last season, because that's what you mentioned earlier, mm. um, last season the strikers weren't like really attractive for FPL. No. That's that's that was also purely the the or not purely, but that was also got to do with the the mechanism of the game. Mm. Like now, yeah, how are they priced? Uh, how are uh, midfielders performing relative to the strikers? Mm. And yeah. yeah, now it seems. Yeah, the the, the mid mid price strikers like Tony Mitrovic, yeah. uh, they're also they do way better than the mid price strikers from last season. And mm. yeah, so um, so this se- this yes. season as a striker, I mean, we we all see you know that we can see obviously who's scoring goals and we can see the stats and uh, and watch the highlights. But for you this season, who are the strikers that have impressed you? And I'm I'm presuming you're going to say Haaland. Um, uh, but you might not. Um, but yeah, it, just in general, in all, all all clubs, all clubs, you know, from relegation possibilities, mid-table to top teams, who who are the strikers that you have got your eye on? Um, are you talking about the game now or just like in, uh, well, how are they performing in, for their in, club? In, and... in both, because I'm presuming if, you, if you're looking at them in terms of, oh, that is an exceptional, that's a striker that I believe is going to score lots, then presumably they're going to be good in FPL. Yeah, well. yeah, that's true. Yeah. But but then on the other hand, you have Ivan Tony, yeah. who I've been really impressed with, like what he does on the pitch and mm. how he plays for his team. Mm. And like, yeah, just he's very strong in the air. He has a brilliant free kick. His penalties are insane. Um, but then, yeah, when you look at it as, as numbers and I, like sort of, I wouldn't say mock him, mocked him, but like last season, mm-hmm. um, at the start of last season, the, he was very attractive in FPL, and his mm. price yeah. rose like four or five times, even while he scored like one goal in five weeks. Mm. So I kind of mocked him uh, on Twitter because, um, yeah, because that, because of his price rises and, yeah. and and everyone picking him while he didn't score, but he's also he, he always. Uh, struck me as a as a really good player on the pitch. Okay. Um, but yeah, his numbers on the other hand, when you look at his xG, mm. um, comparing them, comparing his xG to to other uh, uh, similar priced players in the mm. FPL, then you're like, he's less attractive than yeah. than you think. Um, although it's been, I think uh, his numbers are 
very much improved. Yeah, uh, well, he's, in the past he's in, couple he's of months. in the England squads uh, now for the first yeah, time. Yeah, as well. Yeah, so that's and clearly... he deserves that. Okay. Yeah. So he could be a player that um, not only, I mean, already, you know, he's in a number of sides and he's getting he's getting points as well as real life football. But yeah. do you think you think that that's something that can be, you know, injury aside, that could be sustained throughout the season? Yeah, well, if he, like I said, he has improved his numbers, and uh, I think Brentford okay. has uh, have improved as a club as well. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, um, but but then yeah, it's it's relative to other players for for picking him in FPL, and you look at the fixtures, yeah, big time. So that's uh, he was a he was a in consideration to be in my uh, to be included in my walkout team last week, mm-hmm. but yeah, in the end, I didn't go for him because of. Preferring other fixtures from other strikers like yeah. Mitrovic, and in the end, I went for uh, for the double up with Kane and uh, and Haaland. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I had like Tony Solanke and Isaac to yeah okay. for the third striker spot. That's, but yeah. okay, well, well, we'll come to because um, I'll I'll be asking a few questions about strikers. I I've got Isaac <laughs> and, uh, and he might be he might be injured. We don't know, but um, so we might be looking at a replacement. But, yeah, it might be an international injury, uh, but yeah. <laughs> Um, just before we we have a look at your 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 bus squad that you're going into uh, that you've got to play with for going into game week nine, uh, just to timestamp this because these these videos are very much uh, you can look at them any time really. Um, yeah. This is uh, game, going into game week nine on the twenty two twenty three season. Just as a snapshot of your of your thinking, but just before we do that, I just wanted to what's your general attitude to risks? I know after what we spoke about <laughs> your time at Telstar, I'm assuming. In life, you you might have a risk taking attitude, but um, in FPL, are are you a risk taker, or are you you know straight down the line, no hits and that type of thing? Um, talking about a couple of years ago, I used to take a lot of hits okay. um, because I just calculated them uh, whether they would work on a like yeah. a two or three week basis. You you I, so it was you plan forward. I've mm-hmm. always planned forward for like five six mm-hmm. weeks. Um, but then when I was going, when I uh, was taking uh, taking hits, you 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 calculate the minus four. You think is mm. this player going to outscore that player in yeah. the next two weeks? Or so it was really short term thinking. Okay. Um, but now as an FPL manager, I think I've developed. Um, well, at least you 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 start to understand more things about the game and. Um, yeah, like we like we discussed before, there's way more available. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm a bit more averse and a bit more patient. I wouldn't say I'm against hits, definitely not, because mm-hmm. yeah, I, I still like the punts. And uh, but yeah, then again, it's always dependent on on, on one's team and 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 the situation you're in. Uh, you have to adapt to the circumstances, and yeah, it, it, the circumstances could let you play more aggressively but yeah it's do you have injuries do you have players who've lost their spot um are there blanks and double game weeks on the horizon so it's always yeah i would say it's a bit of a standard stuff really but yeah in a in a normal situation i tend to take fewer hits than before okay this podcast is sponsored by paramount plus where champions league soccer is back Nine months of heart-stopping, hold-your-breath exhilaration starts on September the 6th with the biggest stars and top teams across Europe. Watch every match from the group stage through to the knockout rounds as Benzema and Real Madrid defend their title against the likes of Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, PSG, Barcelona and more. Don't miss a single second with Paramount Plus starting from September the 6th. 
Um, well, let's have a look at your um, your game week uh, nine squad. So what I've done is I've put it as, as a squad and then you um, so people people on the video can see that. And I'll just run through the players and then you can you can uh, tell me <laughs> what sort of formation you're looking at, who are you looking to captain so on. So you've just wildcard and you've and you've wildcarded game week eight and you've got Everson and Pope. And then at the back, you've got uh, James Cancelo, uh, Trippier, and you've got uh, Cher and Perisic as well. So quite a strong uh, back line. Uh, Martinelli, Bowen, Madison, uh, Paqueta and Bailey in midfield. And then you've got Mitrovic, Haaland and Kane. So um, you, uh, the picture you sent uh, to me indicated you're looking at a sort of 3-4-3, three, three, but there's a lot of a lot on well you've got a lot of good players that are going to be on your bench i, I presume so what what who, who are you looking to play and who are you looking to bench um well it's dependent on what happens uh, during the international break of course um i've currently have some of the goalkeepers that's iverson in goal oh just um, not happy you think ward's gonna go well that's also the reason i picked him last week yeah i was hoping for uh war to get dropped um because uh, there was uh, this was actually bang on the money for me. This was like I uh, got nothing in a bank. Right. So the, the, what, the difference between Ward and Iverson mm. was uh, was useful. Um, and uh, I thought the, the the rotation for Leicester and Newcastle would work until uh, the World Cup. Um, uh, for example, this week you mm. I got Mitrovic uh, obviously starting yeah. at home against Newcastle, and then you think, ah, what do you want to play Pope? Well, if you got Iverson at home to Nottingham Forest mm-hmm. then you want to play him if okay. he plays um, but then the rest of my squad yeah it's just d- depending on what happens uh, still yeah you have to guess if will Perisic start against Arsenal will he be worth it okay. even then um, I think I got uh, Perisic on the bench now yeah um, and Cher and yeah. uh, Bailey, uh, Bailey. Yeah. so it's so th- yeah, a 3-4-3 three, three. um uh Harland for the armband, or are you thinking of another? Well, it's got to be him, I think. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> well, right. unless unless you go uh, unless you go for a Liverpool player uh, at home to Brighton, but yeah, yeah. yeah how will uh, this be set up? And um, I've kind of accepted that I'm not owning any Liverpool uh, players yeah. uh, this week. Yeah. Um, also, because they have Arsenal and City mm-hmm. after, I think. Um, so yeah, I went against Haaland for his uh, for his hat trick against um, uh, Forest. Yeah, Forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one? Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to say. And I, yeah, yeah. And I also captained Salah away to Everton when Haaland scored against Villa. So yeah, yeah, yeah. People say you shouldn't like really pay attention to those kind of things, but always in the end, somewhere in the back of your head, you are like, oh, it's not going to happen again. So you are going to captain Haaland the next time but yeah I, I don't own Salah so it's not a decision no. now you're um, happy with Haaland and then when Haaland misses a fixture in game week 12 I think it is when the Arsenal game's postponed yeah um, <clears throat> if if you've still got a similar squad here you, you're happy to put the armband on Kane then um, I was actually I was also looking at like uh, moves ahead of course uh, not necessarily plan anything but I was looking at um Kane to Solanke. Oh, okay. Somewhere down the line, don't know when, mm-hmm. uh, but just to free up funds to get up uh, to get uh, some mm-hmm. Liverpool players back in game week uh, twelve yeah. or thirteen, at home to West Ham or yeah. one week later. So, I'm not sure if I own Kane for much longer. Yeah. Um, even though he he's performed 
very well this season. Uh, yeah, I mean, I put out a tweet like two, three weeks ago. He dropped the price uh, twice, Kane, I think, or once back then. Yeah. Um, this season, over over the entire season, while he's performing better than in his best ever season for Spurs, uh, FAL-wise. And in that season, he, he rose like at least one mil from 11 to yeah. 12 or something. So that's just, yeah, that's the Haaland effect. Yeah. But yeah. Um, with um, I mean, I mean, I've I've got Isaac who who may be injured. He might not. But there was a lot of a lot of people were um, a lot of the analytic analytics lads and lasses were um, concerned with his low expected goal um, stats in the last game. But he did score a penalty and the ability walked away with nine points. Um, yeah. So um, that that didn't particularly put me off because I thought Bournemouth handled him quite well. Um, did you get the impression with that? Or do you, do you have question marks over Isaac as an FPL asset, or do you think that was perhaps more of a case that Bournemouth are actually better defensively than we think? Um, I don't think there's a plain answer for that because yeah, the sample size for Isaac in a Newcastle shirt is like way too small, and they're yeah. a different team than than Sociedad. But yeah, you're you're trying to relate the mm. things with yeah the the information available. But I agree that he uh, sort of. Uh, I wouldn't say disappointed, but he mm. was uh, it wasn't as involved as uh, as you would have hoped. So yeah. as an owner against Bournemouth, but yeah, Bournemouth sat down really deep. Um, so it's it's yeah, it's always dependent on the circumstances. Uh, but yeah, in the end, he walked away with a nine pointer. I think um, Trippier had the had the ball in his hands yeah. for the penalty, or he, he would have oh. liked to take it as well. Um, oh really? I didn't. I, yeah, you know what? I didn't. I didn't spot that. Um... Oh yeah, I think I'm not entirely sure about that. But that's I think some people saw it, and but I haven't read about it anymore no. after. So because some, yeah, I mean, sometimes he, players, I mean, you you know this more being being a player <laughs> that sometimes they do that to put off a goalkeeper. Some a player that's definitely not going to take the penalty will pick up the ball and oh, appear, yeah, to, that, appear to do it, and then just hand it to the actual penalty taker. Yeah, I think don't Brighton do that? And yeah, lift, or at least they like. Uh, yeah, they uh, put themselves in the situation to keep other players away yeah. from their yeah. from the from the penalty take, and I think that's a good uh, mm. that's a good idea. I mean, mm. I mean, if it if it works out, um, yeah. But yeah. To come back to Isaac, yeah, um, it was a good penalty uh, yeah. uh, nonetheless. Um, yeah. But looking forward, yeah, I think he's compared to um, Tony and uh, sorry Mitrovic and. I'm not sure what we got more on that on that price range. Okay, uh, but I'd like to see more from him. But it's also I, I got the, I tripled up a Newcastle defense. So okay, so yeah, it was either yeah. yeah the Newcastle triple up or Isaac, but then you downgrade Kane. So yeah, um, he just yeah. Um, you mentioned Solanke as well, so that's another player I've I've got my eye on because Bournemouth's fixtures are very good, uh, but I don't know much about Solanke because obviously. Um, it's been a long time since he was at this level um, and, you know, for, for a long period of time. And he was uh, obviously in the championship last season. But is there anything about Solanke as, as a striker that you you think that he could actually give us some good returns for, for, for the good fixtures they've got? Yeah, the good fixtures, uh, especially um, because I wasn't, when he was in the in the Prem previously, I wasn't really hmm. convinced by him. Um but I mean, he gets older. He gets a year older every year. Uh, he plays in the championship. He scored uh, lots of goals. I think he finished second behind Mitrovic for the for the goal scoring chart. So yeah, I mean, 
he must be a good striker then. And uh, yeah. coming back to the Prem, they now got a couple of very good fixtures until the World Cup. Um, yeah. He's priced below six now. He started at six, I think. So yeah. he's now five point seven. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he could be really, really good value for for those fixtures. Um, but in much of Bournemouth this season, um, so I can't really tell. No. Yeah, okay. what, what, okay. what he's me about. And weren't um, against Forest, and the assist he got was like um, yeah, it's a small sample, of course, but the, the, the XG of it was uh, yeah was a very good goal. So yeah. it was a it was low XG, and yeah, I, I'm I'm still I'm turning into a manager who, who likes to see numbers and uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, uh, just a, a couple of things. Uh, you indicated when um, in the pitch you sent over that uh, Madison might be uh, is your vice captain. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I have actually put the captain on him and then off again and on again. I actually think he's really good against Forest. What what is it about Madison that you think would be good, not just against Nottingham Forest, but just as 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 a player? I mean, because he's scoring goal and he's he's a midfielder. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say it's a fixture again, isn't it? Mm. So Forest at home. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, I don't know. Lesser are in a bit of disarray, mm. um, but he's still. Yeah, um, even against Spurs, he, he put up some 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 good numbers. Okay. He was involved, um, but it always it always starts with the fixtures. So yeah. Leicester have good fixtures, Bournemouth have mm. good fixtures, Madison and uh, Madison and Solanke have yeah. uh, relative to the price uh, good underlying stats from previous seasons. Um, and then yeah, you got to relate it to what is available. Uh, Liverpool players, uh, Chelsea players, all mm. weren't. Uh, appealing because of their blank. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool play Arsenal, City soon. Um, United, same thing. Mm. So yeah, then th- that's why I ended up with uh, with such a midfield, like mostly mid-priced players. Yeah. Um, even Paqueta in there was a bit of a punt. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was going to come to that. You got, I mean, not only got Paqueta, but you've got Bowen as well. So you've got those two West Ham players, but we're not seeing any form from either them. Or yeah, or or West Ham as a team. So I mean, I I don't own them, and I may I, and I feel when I look at FPL Twitter that I should have one because their fish is so good, and lots of people like yourself have got got these West Ham players. But um, I'm not seeing anything yet. What what are you seeing to to double up on them? Yeah, well, I, I agree with that. Um, let's first say Pagetta was a bit of a pun. Mm. Uh, just like yeah, I had exactly six uh, six mil available. Um, and combined with their fixtures again, mm. I was like, okay, he's shown good numbers in in the uh, in league one and uh, in the league one in uh, in France and even at AC Milan, I think. Um, so Paqueta was a bit of a punt. Um, I'm always I'm already looking at maybe turning him into Zaha soon, but yeah, you gotta have the funds. And Bowen was like, I mean, we've all seen what Bowen can do last season. Um, and then, yeah, you just you just try to be the first one to have him when he when he starts banging them in. I mean, you you can't really. It's hard to 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 tell when a player yeah. starts a goal scoring run and when he finishes one. So yeah, you you gotta go for the for the numbers. Um, he's shown very good numbers last season. Um, he's sort of uh, because Antonio was really hot last season at the start, and then yeah, you could slowly see a, a pattern emerging that. Bowen was starting to become really good, um, and then yeah, now you just you just 
sort of guessing Bowen will will come good with the fixtures. And and so overall with this with this team here going in because we got a World Cup in game week from game week sixteen, so it's only only going up to then. Um, and um, so the long the long term plan is possibly Kane down to someone like Solanke or, or yeah, and and then, and using that money perhaps to get say Salah or. Um, KDB yeah, well, some Liverpool even? players probably. Yeah, uh, Liverpool players in K- uh, game week twelve or thirteen. Um, I, w- I also want to see first how. Um, so now, all five four yeah. players for Liverpool are, f- are fit. Yeah. So you want to see how that okay. how that goes. Um, yeah, how that evolves. I'm very intrigued by by Nunez. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily what he does on the pitch because I'm not. Yeah, I'm not uh, convinced by him for four hundred million, but. Um, when he played, he's yeah. he's he's been really threatening, um, okay. and that's that's how I started this uh, this conversation. You want uh, you want players who score goals, not yeah. not those who, uh, okay. who perform well football wise. Yeah. Definitely. So um, yeah, see how that evolves for Liverpool, and then uh, yeah, pick your pick your player. Excellent. Well, th- well thanks um, so much for joining me. Um, it's been it's been a fascinating insight into that perspective of um, playing. Real, real life football <laughs> and the fantasy yeah. football. Uh, I'm, I'm way too old and rubbish to play real life football. That's why I do fantasy. But you, you can do both. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I feel, I feel the same now. But <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it starts to get better soon. So, um, I just want to, uh, before we go, just remind everyone uh, to do press that subscribe button if you're not already. Um, do press like as well. That really helps us. Um, uh, that's that's really useful. Uh, by pressing subscribe, you get to uh, watch all the videos that we do, not just the meet the manager videos uh, that are designed to be there for you know whenever whenever you want to watch them. They're not sort of uh, uh, season specific, but but we've got lots of other season and and game week specific ones. Looking at uh, uh, team news in particular on a Friday, um, and also we've got the scout cast and captaincy, uh, burning questions, all sorts of videos uh, all during the week, and of course many are podcasts as well so Jordi thanks so much for joining me um it's been yeah. uh, great great to it's been a pleasure you. and um especially yeah. especially in that perspective of, of being a striker as well um uh, because stri- it's the season of the striker so yeah. it's that you're here so to, uh, good luck with your game week and good luck with the rest of your season yeah thanks same for you it was a pleasure thank you <laughs>